That's why I like that third quarter. Warriors minus one and a half third quarter. That they're was gonna, the autoplay for me the last couple of years. I yep. might do it with you tonight. Yeah, yeah. I think now seeing it now because they're going to come out. Now then the Warriors are going to be in desperation mode because my concern as a Warriors backer with a nice ticket on them at 17-1 to one to win the title, they go back to Sacramento. I don't think they're winning two games on the road. Yeah, I don't It think... really concerns me. Oh, dude. What? Oh, oh. Dante DiVincenzo. Over 10.5 points, three pounds and a set. Yes. Eight points, two boards and an assist. Look I told the, you. It was the do factor. I told you. The yep. do factor kicked in because he's done nothing the last, this whole series, I'm really. I'm the in the NBA. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Bring the dancers in. <laughs> ladies. Ryan Horvath is back. Come on. Oh. <laughs> no, they left. Oh, the dancers aren't here? No, they left. Oh, wait. Nobody's here. Yeah. Oh, it's it's Friday at 9.20. You're actually talking your reflection in the glass. Is oh, what everybody you're saying. else is out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you knew that. Let's not bet it all. Yeah, let's bet it all. Yeah, That's the only thing future. we can do. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. No, it's all good. My it's bad. all good. Yeah, you saw the reflection of yourself oh, in the we mirror. I thought we were going to have a... Dun, dun, no, dun, dun, no. Dun, 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 Drop a banner maybe for you. We finally hit an effing bet. Yeah, we don't have the budget for that, unfortunately. Unfortunately, We've though... We've talked to management about that. Uh, it's not happening. Oh! They've spent it all on the TVs and cameras in here. You ever... You guys ever... <laughs> you like that Andrew Dice Clay I gave you? <laughs> Do you guys ever oh! um, like bet some props? And you're doing a show, like a live show, but you're also watching the NFL draft, yeah. hockey, and baseball. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, my guy's only got four points. But then you hit the old refresh button. So I thought De'Aaron Fox was only two or three from the floor. Oh, no, he's got ten points. There you go. We're not dead there. What, Looney, was, what was the number? Uh, unfortunately, it was 26 and a half. Yeah, we're going to need a big second half. big, yep. But we're not dead yet. That's all that matters. Well, Steph's only got 12, and I had over 31 and a half, so... Clay's got 16, including two of six from three. He's yeah. probably going to go over. I five. forgot I did take him 25-plus at plus 150, so... Yeah. I also went under on Jordan Poole, which looks like the right decision. He's one of seven from the floor. Yeah. He's got three points. Yep. Guys, breaking news. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole's not good. No, no, he's not. He's and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors try to move him this offseason. He needs to be on a team like Detroit or Charlotte that doesn't really have high expectations. Yeah. And just wants a guy that can go get him buckets. That's kind of where he fits. Yeah. he. You know where he really would fit if you wanted a completely dysfunctional team that was... The Bulls? Uh, erratic. No, no, no. There, there is that. But a team that's erratic. The Wizards? Uh, no, no. Uh, a team that also uh, has poor shot selection, but some young talent. The Houston Keep Rockets. guessing. Yes, there yeah, you go. There you, got me. you see Jalen Green, they're thinking about maybe moving him. They want, they want to win now. There you go. So with Ime Udoka as the head coach... I would prefer to have all the chaos. I want Jordan Poole there with Jordan Green and Kevin Porter Jr. And these guys, look, they can score, but when they're off, they're Jordan Poole, where they're like 3 of 15, and they're missing everything. I will say this, though. It'd be fun. Like, you know what I mean? If you're Houston and you're going to overpay for a veteran, I would rather overpay for young Jordan Poole than old James Harden. Yeah, I would. Here's the thing, though. It's not like James Harden goes into that locker room and he's like a vet that's good for the kids. But you're going to have somebody on the floor that can actually facilitate. Like, he's evolved into more of a facilitator. So, on the court, he does bring that factor. Dude, really quick. The Eagles are so good at this. They just drafted Sidney Brown. They're going to... Okay. I hate to say this, but the Eagles are about to be a dynasty. The Philadelphia Eagles right now have just taken another safety. They've piled up on their defense. They've... Everybody has been a steal for them. Everybody has fallen to them. Massive talent. They were just in the Super Bowl. And now they're continuing to win at the draft. This is a team in the Philadelphia Eagles that a few years ago won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback and a different head coach 
They got rid of the starting quarterback and the backup that actually won them the Super Bowl and the head coach. Then they got back to the Super Bowl with another quarterback and a different head coach. Howie Roseman and that front office are absolutely incredible at their jobs, and the Philadelphia Eagles are on their way to becoming a dynasty. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Tyler Steen, offensive tackle, so not defense there, Sidney Brown. That's been their draft so far. Three SEC dudes, one Big Ten guy. They know exactly what they're doing. And, oh, by the way, they still have a majority of that talent that got them to the Super Bowl last year. They got multiple big game receivers. This team is absolutely stacked. And their quarterback's young, and he's locked up for the future, and they just continue to find ways to make this team get better. They are easily going to win the NFC East next year. And I like them winning the NFC over even the San Francisco 49ers. And you know my love for Brock Purdy and, and Kyle Shanahan and that team. I do. But I'm not taking Brock Purdy over Jalen Hurts. As much as I love Brock no, Purdy's story, no, I want to see a full you. season of I'd Brock Purdy first. That would be a little, you know what? You should kick me out of this room. I would take myself out of this room and you could just do the show by, Man. actually, is that cool? Do you do that? I can go home early? I mean, sure. All right, cool. If you we'll want. do that. We're renaming it though. It's, it's going to be the Ryan Horvath show. <laughs> the Horvathy Studio? Bet MGM tonight with Ryan Horvath. <laughs> and uh, gone will be any NBA talk. Let's see how we're doing on the baseball. But you, you're back off the schneid. You're good in, in the NBA now. Well, we'll see. You had a slump buster. We need some points from De'Aaron Fox. This also, is true. I need the Mariners to get their stuff together. 3-2 mm-hmm. against Toronto. I have the Mariners. I have the over. Phillies do take a 2-1 lead over the Astros in the World Series rematch. I wish we could toss that game on, but it's the Apple TV Friday game of the night, and I don't feel like doing all that. Love it, man. <laughs> Love it. Cubs do lose the night 3-2 to the Fish. Can't win them all. They're now 14-1 Walk-off, too. Season. That was unfortunate. Did lose that bet, but that was a really small one. And I said this is my least favorite pick of the night because the Marlins seemed like the right side. But it was Marcus Stroman night. He was coming off a loss. He pitched well, uh, but they blow it there in the ninth inning. So that kind of sucked. So we got the second round getting started in the NBA, which is, this is always the weird part. We got, like, second round starting when the first rounds for a couple series may still be going on. Tomorrow at 8.30 Eastern, Suns at the Nuggets. Nuggets two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. And then Sunday, you've got uh, Heat, the Heat host, or the Knicks hosting the Heat. Knicks are four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Heat. That's game one, obviously. Then Sixers-Celtics as well. Uh, that'll be, what's the first? That's Monday, right? Yeah, they start Monday. Losing track of when all this is right. Monday, Monday. Thank you. I got to look at a calendar. It's been a long been freaking a week. week, man. Celtics are, week. Celtics are seven and a half point favorites over Philadelphia. That's obviously a Joel Embiid situation. You don't know what his status is. But if we look at the series right now, all right, you're looking at Boston as a heavy favorite, minus 350 to Philadelphia, plus 260 for I'm the in. series. Denver's plus 115, Phoenix minus 135, and then the Knicks minus 160. My New York Knicks, the Heat plus 135. Out of all of those series... What's the team you are the most confident in winning and moving on to the conference finals? Out of all of them. Want to hear something crazy? Yes, I do. I bet the Suns to win the finals uh, this morning. I bet the Nuggets to win that series. I think Denver's the better team. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. You bet the Suns this morning to win the title? But then Nuggets to win the series? No, I bet the Suns to win the title. A while ago. Remember when KD got moved? Yes, yes. That night. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was plus 500 still, and I was like, I'm just going to grab this because we're not going to get a better price. Right, right. So I grabbed that, but then when we were getting plus money on the Nuggets in the series, I just think they're the better team. I think Phoenix is still trying to figure things out, like I've been saying the last couple weeks. I get Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are two of the greatest scorers in league history, and they're on the same team right now. And the way that Kevin Durant's facilitating the basketball when he's getting blitzed, or Devin Booker. That's the other thing. They're both just playmakers. Chris Paul played much better in that last series than he did in the regular season. I'm not the biggest DeAndre Ayton guy in that system. I'm Mm -hmm. not the biggest Monty Williams guy. 
I just like I needed to see Denver in a playoff series play elite defense. They did that. And uh Aaron Gordon, a really good defender, a really underrated defender. Now they have him playing the backup center position. Michael Porter Jr. is a scorer. And Jokic is one of the best players on the planet. But the missing piece the last couple years, as we've learned, because we remember what he did in the bubble, we remember mm-hmm. the 40 and 50 point performances, and then we see it again in this playoffs, is Jamal Murray. Yes. A shot creator. That's what the Bucks were lacking, man. Like, I said this on all the shows that I went and all the podcasts, and people think I'm crazy. I'm like... Man, on a good team, on a championship team, Giannis may be a number two, and that's not disrespect. He's probably a top, he's the best player in the league, whatever, wherever you want to rank him, but he's not a shot creator. And at the end of that game, he was afraid to get fouled. He didn't want to go to the charity stripe because he missed 13 free throws. Ben Simmons. Not that Jokic is a bad free throw shooter, but if Jokic is taking over a game a different way, because that's the thing about Jokic, man, right? Like, he could rebound. He could give you double-digit boards. He could be the facilitator. But is he, if he's having an off night and he's not getting his shots, not getting to his spots, Jamal Murray could go off for 45, and he could go off for 15, 20 yeah. points in a fourth quarter. And they play good enough defense. And the Suns, there's just something missing. Maybe they win it next year if they run it back, man. Maybe they move eight, and I don't know what they do. But I think Denver's the better team. I think everybody's going to bet Phoenix, and I think the Nuggets are going to knock them out, so I hedged off that bet. I think Denver wins this game. I think Denver goes to the finals. I think we get a Nuggets-Celtics NBA finals. The Nuggets are a team that's got more chemistry. They've been playing together longer. And we've talked about this for a couple of years. Not on this show, obviously, because we weren't doing the show then. But like yeah. in general, when you're like, if they're fully healthy, that's a team that could go to the finals. So it makes sense. There is a guy in Phoenix, though, that can go off, and it's Devin Booker, mm-hmm. who is absolutely – he looks like Michael Jordan in these playoffs right now. Yeah. And the Suns are 12-1 and when Booker and Durant play together. So I'm with you on the Suns still feel like they're trying to figure it out. They've been doing it on the fly. They've had to. Durant missed – they trade for him, and then he missed, He plays three games, and he's out, and he hurt his ankle. Right. But they're still building chemistry with two guys that are really figuring out how they can play together – and they're good enough where it can start to click within the series. That makes it scary. But then there's the scary the other way with the Suns, and it's the fact that they give up big leads, and we've seen it a lot. Defensively, yeah, dude, they've they become a liability, the and they don't have enough bench production. Look, I know you have shorter rotations when you get to the playoffs, but that doesn't mean that you can't have any production from your bench whatsoever. Durant and Booker are playing major minutes. Chris Paul is a question mark night in and night out, whether it's going to be a flash of the old Chris Paul or it's going to be I'm now 100 years old and I'm limping up the court like I'm Ryan Horvat with a bad hip type right. deal. Like That's what we see night in and night out from It's one or it's the other. So the Nuggets are the safer play here because of the fact that they look more complete. They have more chemistry. But you have to remember that you've got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker on the other side. And those guys, they had that third quarter against the Clippers where they combined for, I think, 38 points. Booker made 10 of 11 shots over a stretch. They outscored the Clippers 25-24 at one point. I mean, it was they just went on this absolute dominant tear where they scored 50 in that quarter. So they have the potential to do that, and Denver can't stop that. No. No. So that's the only concern there. But I'm, I'm with you. Like, Denver looks like the better team. Yeah, and usually in a playoff series, I'm going to pick the team with the best player. And, I mean, Jokic is probably – ah, man, that's tough, though. Hennon Hooker goes to the Lions. There you go. All wow. right. So and now Jared Goff. The national nightmare is over. Hendon Hooker has been drafted. So after the all Lions right. completely just, like, screwed the pooch all draft long, they get Hendon Hooker. Here's the thing, though. That's awesome. The offensive coordinator and Ben Johnson there in Detroit, who's great. And he'll be gone. He'll be gone by the time he could be a starter there. Right. 
He's going to get a head coaching job somewhere. Yeah, we talked with their beat reporter, actually, a couple weeks ago. That's what I said to him. I was like, yeah. do you think there would be any hesitation drafting a quarterback just because Ben Johnson won't be there and he'll have to learn a new offense? He's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you've, if you promote somebody from within. It's a good pick, though. Oh, I, I love Hendon Hooker. I'm really rooting for this guy, especially because I want to see a quarterback that's got his talent but is a little bit older still have a real opportunity. Nine games this season with two passing touchdowns and no picks. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. There he is thrown on Wednesday on the film right there. Good pick He's for the Lions. Big arm. Big arm, accurate. I mean, this is – if Hendon Hooker was 22 years old, would he have been a first-round pick? Maybe. If he's healthy. If he doesn't get hurt, too, because, like, man, think of what he could have did because they probably would have got into the college football playoff over TCU. They don't lose that second game if he doesn't get hurt. Well, maybe they do. But I think they would have got in. I forgot about his time at Virginia Tech, even. They're showing his Virginia Tech highlights right now. Yeah. I completely forgot he was at Virginia Tech. I don't know why. Dude, they wasn't even the starter. Like, last year, I was going crazy over this. They wouldn't play him. And then finally got his opportunity yeah. this year. He was looked like he was going to win the Heisman. Yep. Biggest win for Tennessee football and forever against Alabama. He was awesome in that game. Good for him. Tennessee, I mean, again, I, I go back to it. I don't fault a guy for playing in an offense. Also, you know who else played in an air raid offense? A guy named Patrick Mahomes. Right. It's worked out fine. Yeah. And that was actually the knock against Patrick Mahomes, too, was, oh, that air raid offense not going to work in the NFL. Oh, he's so raw. Go If you read some of the scouting reports and even the reviews of after the Chiefs traded up and drafted Mahomes, it was, he's raw. It's going to take years for him to develop, if at all. I remember that specific quote, if at all. Yeah. And what drives me nuts about that is, like, the pro game has pretty much become the college game. I used to get that knock, like, if a guy did everything out of shotgun, never took any snaps under center, it was just, like, five wide. And we're talking about, like, uh, you know, like Colt Brennan, rest yeah. in peace. I mm-hmm. love that guy. But, you know, I got that. I, I, as a kid, you're like, why isn't this guy going to be drafted in the first round? I just watched him throw 70 touchdown passes and five picks this season. And you're like, oh, it's because the offense that he plays in. But now, man, like the NFL, like these coordinators, they're running college offenses. That's what I don't understand about the right. knock on like these guys and the offenses that they're playing. in. It feels like one of those antiquated <laughs> narratives that don't actually work anymore, but people still say it because they're just used to it. Yeah. And I always, like, have hated that, though, man. Like, which uh, which Ohio State quarterbacks ever worked out? Which Oregon quarterbacks ever worked out? Everybody's different, man. Yeah, I, I do get the fact, like, it is, to me, it's an extra point, though, for a quarterback that was able to take a team that has less oh, NFL sure. talent and, and make something out of it. I mean, that was one of the things that benefited Carson Wentz, who, we forget, was a really good quarterback, an MVP candidate back before he tore his ACL. His and, problem was he just played the game like a fullback. And that's, yeah. you, know who you, you know who Will Levis reminds me of? It's not Josh Allen. It's he Carson reminds Wentz. me of Carson Wentz, yeah. and that's what scares me. Yep. Because, like, those dudes have one motor, one speed, and they don't slide, they don't run out of bounds. Ask RG3 about not sliding and how that worked out for Dude, him. Joe Burrow doesn't slide. <laughs> I know. Burrow needs to get with it. These quarterbacks need to stop pretending to be tough. Ooh, Nathan Dell goes to the Texans. That's a steal. That's a good pick for the Texans, man. Good for them. Are the Texans getting things right? I mean, I like what they're doing. And, again, they have six years to work with here. This it's is not true. like David Coley coming yeah. in. I don't do analytics, and then he's gone next year. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Or Lovey Smith. Yeah. <laughs> they got a real coach this time. It's Ben MG.